0: Hello everyone and welcome to the show. Coming up this week, Hollywood Studios loses power over the weekend. Disney is looking to inspire young female filmmakers, not unlike our own Ryan Clavin. And we're going to talk about an article by Diz contributor Kate Joseph about the worst wastes of money at Walt Disney World. All of that coming up next from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. This is the Diz Unplugged. This is The Diz Unplugged, episode 999 for the week of July 17th, 2018. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Let the experts at Dreams Unlimited Travel help you plan every aspect of your next Disney vacation, all at no additional charge. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show, coming to you live from the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, John Magi. everybody. Kevin Close. Hey, everyone. Teresa Sackles. Hey. Charles Boda. Hey, folks. Back in the production nook, our associate producer, Mr. Rhino Clavin. Hello. And our producer, Mr. Craig Williams. Hello. Well, welcome to the show, everyone. Hope your week is off to a good start. A couple of things that I want to mention in housekeeping... Um, I was very excited by the response I got uh, from my announcement last week that'll we'll doing I'll be doing a meet uh, in London uh, in September. Uh, and I want to just clarify a few things. Uh, some people think the entire team is coming. They're not. I'm on vacation. This is my vacation. We weren't invited and I mean you're more than welcome, believe me. Shoot. You're more than welcome.. I, my buff. Um, <laughs> I would love to have you there. Um, This is something, because we haven't done one in five years. Uh, It was 2013, I believe, the last time we did a meet uh, in London. So I thought, I'm there, and I'd love to meet everybody uh, that I can. So we're setting this up. So just to let you know, this is not the full contingent. This is just me. Um, It will be... Just Pete. Just Pete. Um, It will be Saturday, September 9th. It will be from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m., at the Museum of the Order of St. John in London. Um, a really, that's right, it's, uh, it's na- that, that is named after John Magi. Right. Um, uh, it's a really, really cool venue. Sean actually found this venue. Um, thought he, he said he thought it would be really, really cool, and he knows of my love for uh, British history and things, like, and this is, like, incredible, this place. So, really excited about it. We're going to be serving hors d'oeuvres. We're going to have drinks there. Um, and we'll be doing, uh, I'll be doing a Q&A for about an hour, hour and a half. Um, so it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. So that is Saturday, September 9th at the Museum of the Order of St. John in London uh, from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. So very excited. Um, I am going to be putting an event page up on Facebook.
1: Are you sure it's September 9th?
0: It's a Saturday. Okay. Whatever that Saturday is. Okay. Right?
1: It's, that's an 8th. So I'm just asking. Saturday the 8th? Yes.
0: Okay, I take it back. If it's, I thought I checked twice.
1: Well, in my iPhone and the person who just texts me to correct the date. Okay,
0: the sorry, sorry. Then I'm... My mistake. It's that That's Saturday the 8th. The 8th, not Sunday the 9th. So Saturday, September the 8th, from 1 to 4 p.m. at the Museum of the Order of St. John in London. Um... Well, I'm going to be putting an event page up on Facebook a little later on today, asking people to RSVP if you're coming. If you're not on Facebook, uh, you can RSVP podcast at disunplugged.com. Let me know that you'll be coming and how many people will be with you. But we're going to have a good time. It'll be a lot of fun to meet everybody. So that's that. Um, Obviously, the other thing coming up next week is our 1,000th episode after... What twelve years? Twelve years we've been doing this, and we did. If you're wondering if uh, that, yeah, 2006, honey, oh. the first episode that we did.
2: I thought we just celebrated ten years last year.
0: No, that was twenty years for the Diz. Oh. You're getting the, you're getting them all mixed up. They are. They're all running together. Um, they're all. They're all starting to run together, um, and so yeah, next week's our 1,000th episode. Uh, we 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 do have some things planned for that. It's not a big event or anything like that. Um, but we're really looking forward to uh, a thousand episodes. Um, but yeah, we, we. Very cool. In 12 years. And if you're wondering, yes, we did time it to be on the 12th anniversary. Um, that is why we took uh, the week of 4th of July off. We normally don't do that. Um, but we had to, you know, from about what, Craig, last November, I think it was, we were like mapping out how we were going to make sure we got to the 1,000th episode to be on the anniversary of our...
3: Yes.
0: Or c- close to the anniversary. <laughs> Sorry,
3: I was only half paying attention, so I needed you to talk longer, so... I could pick up on what you're and saying. and and that
0: just inspires. It inspires. Why? What are you? What is it you're working on? Uh, uh, that I'm is just more important this that,
3: right now what
0: the what I'm talking. He's the about. chat room. Oh, he's yeah. in the chat room. Okay. Yeah. Well, hello, Chatterati. He's not um, in our chat
3: room. He's not, just Yeah, he's just in a
0: chat room. room. Just not on. I
2: gave
3: Charles the option he's to do this today, and he said no. So. He said
2: gingers for gingers. <laughs>
4: gingers. 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 Grinder had that
3: ginger for Rogers. Gingers
0: for Rogers. Okay. Um so really um,
4: it's very exciting
2: it I, is very
0: cool it is very cool do
2: you ever think you would do a thousand of anything
0: no <laughs> drinks but oh, yeah, there you go. bong Sittings. hits but not no, not, uh, not shows um, Oreos I could do a thousand Oreos <laughs> a thousand.
5: double stuff
0: that's going to be how John's going to celebrate <laughs> that is. he's going to eat a thousand Oreos during the show
4: well during the single ladies dance that's
2: attractive isn't it <laughs> <laughs>
0: something
2: to look forward to
0: so really excited that's coming up next week uh, and that's everything I have in housekeeping, so don't know about you guys. If you have,
1: I have a clean house, yeah, nothing here. I have something that I learned recently that may is gonna make me sound like an idiot, but I feel like I should say it because there's other idiots in the world. Um, if you are on, <laughs> watching, not on
2: my payroll, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, this is the last day
1: they ever saw me. Um, I uh, was looking at videos on YouTube with Craig the other day, and I use Safari as my um, main thing because I have a a MacBook. And uh, I didn't realize that within the last six months or so that you can no longer watch 4K videos on Safari in YouTube. And so um, they changed their um, codec. um, Or excuse me. Uh, YouTube is owned by Google. They changed the codec that it's used to watch the videos. So Safari doesn't support that because they used the H.264 codec and apparently that's not what they use which is weird because so i know people be like how do you not know but the video i look at are the specifications like is the video the right size is it going the right way and so like even when i watch it back it's just adjusted for automatic high definition play and i didn't realize that because it's on auto it had automatically shifted to 1080 it won't it won't even give you the option to watch Mm. in 4k so you can watch it on your apple tv still in 4k or whatever but I just—if you want to get the most out of our videos, because if you do or do not know this, almost all of our in-park videos are in 4K. Well,
0: honestly, you should be using Chrome anyway.
1: I know I use Chrome too. It's just for YouTube. All my passwords were saved in the other one, so I have to like, mm, mm, you know, migrate it all over there now.
0: I yeah, I I use Chrome. I love Chrome.
1: I use Netscape.
0: And he still goes to Blockbuster, the one in Oregon, the, the only, only one, one. left.
4: Isn't is the last I think? No, that, yeah, one
2: that, that, one
0: that one closed. This that one closed? That one closed. There's the one left, and I think it's in Oregon. Are the
4: ones that just got uh, Russell Crowe's jockstrap. Yeah, it didn't help. Oh. <laughs>
0: Not even oh. Russell Crowe's jockstrap <laughs> could save that Blockbuster. Um, but uh, no, I think the last one is, uh, is is in Oregon. Now I'm sad I didn't visit. <laughs> no. That's right. You were just out there. I was just
6: in Oregon, and right. that was the one highlight I missed of that beautiful state. Was should the I my
5: old tapes? I needed to return. Yeah, I was just going <laughs> to say.
1: I was like, and you didn't bring us back a VHS. Wow.
0: <laughs> All right. So, anything else? Anything else I in can housekeeping?
5: Talk about twisty tree.
0: No, because it's just not a day without twist, uh, a twisty well, treat well I just had to, a
5: client text me if you mention the word twisty treat I'll book another cruise <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> wow this is what it's come to
5: it's <laughs> a special just do,
0: um, I, I want you to move your microphone over a little bit Towards this you. way just because uh, yeah Which that's better because it, it was like blocking your face yeah, right you. and you're beautiful we don't want to block your face yeah right. so. no I'm as serious as I age I, you know age? what you look amazing
4: did you get a credit card number
5: I keep it on file. No, I don't. I don't. Brian, I really don't know. say that. We no, like I don't. It. No, we do
0: not keep I do them not. on file. No. Um, <sighs> no, actually, Teresa. Now that you mention it, my age. Um, Teresa uh, reminded us uh, earlier that this is, uh, this week is ten years that she has been she's been with us.
5: Ten years,
0: which is amazing. It is. And. You know what? It's
5: been a ride. Been all a the joking,
0: ride. all the joking and ribbing I give you, I absolutely love you, and I am so happy and grateful that you are here and a part of the company and a part of my life. You you brighten everything. Yeah, thank um, you. It's not just on the show. I mean, she's just that's in real life too. She brightens everything, and so ten years has been a oh, blessing to us. That's um, sweet. Thank so, you. John, do I
5: brighten your life? No. Okay.
0: No. I, I know. Hope. No, there was no way he was going to he was going to no. take that take that lead. <laughs> Teresa's a valuable part
2: of our team. Teresa runs our welcome center and is an excellent agent. We can. She's an important cog in our wheel.
5: I've evolved in our machinery. In years, you know?
0: For sure, we all do.
5: Yeah, we all do. We all ten do. And i uh, said a it raise. before the show, and you weren't in the room, Charles. But I appreciate every one of you and what you brought to my life.
6: Do you waited until I was out of the room. To well, say you hadn't come
4: <laughs>
5: I'm saying it again right. because now you are here to hear it because well, people think I hate you and I really
0: don't. I That's so fun. It cracks me up. Right. It cracks me up. Let me tell you something. There is and I say this in all sincerity and there there is no animosity between any members mm-hmm. of this team. We'll joke with each other. Like I'll joke around with you, yeah. Teresa, and you know, people think, oh, he, you know, he he hates Teresa. I, I couldn't love this one. It's just how we are. We 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 know each other. We're we're friends. Yeah. Okay, we make we, a joke that you have to have a thick skin to be in this room. Because yeah. we I'm, all have that yeah. sense of humor. And right. I'm
5: not gonna, if I don't like you, I'm not gonna pick on you. I'm not gonna waste I'm my time. The same way, right? Right.
4: I'd it's rather, like okay, yeah. You are not know, yeah. waste my time. Love you. <laughs> I also <laughs> think they think we all live in one big house. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and that this is all we do for a living.
4: That's it. That we all live in one big house. And the 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 truth is, I see you on Tuesday. Right. Right. We live about 45 minutes away. Teresa lives in the opposite direction. I don't know where either one of those people live.
5: <laughs> I've never be, been invited to their
4: house. Can't be bothered learning with Neither it. have
1: I,
0: so don't feel bad.
1: Uh, that is a bold-faced lie. I invited you quite a bit that first year when I was trying to get the job here. And you never wanted to. Oh, and, you, once he and
0: then once you got the job, the invitations <laughs> dried See, up. See, I was yeah.
4: not a, that that was invited, because I had nothing to offer. All right,
1: exactly. he picked. You picked me up at my house once. Outside. Yeah, you're not allowed inside. That's no, <laughs> not allowed inside. No, none of them. None of them. The
0: only one, the only person that works for me, like, as part of, like, my team that's ever inv- had me over for dinner was Corey. And You've been to our house? I've been to He's you don't work team. for me. You know oh. what I'm saying.
4: Well, I going to say, um, I remember you being there.
0: <laughs> no, I've been to your house for dinner. But <clears throat> no. I've been
6: to all your houses when you take vacation. <laughs> you don't know. No, it. you
4: don't. We have Kathleen at our house and she'd kill you. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs>
3: <laughs> you got something, Craig? I do. Uh, we haven't mentioned it yet, so it is Disneyland's birthday today—63 oh, years right. old, it. looking it looking beautiful. Well, I beat you to the punch, and I've already said hi to him in the chat, but I got to give him a shout out for the show. Uh, Simeon is watching us from uh, the Symphony of the Seas right now. He is a comedian on uh, Royal Caribbean ships. We saw him, I believe, on the Harmonies. Uh, inaugural sailing and we've talked about him on the dream show before he is so hilarious and he weaves a a little bit of disney into his his routine as well too well he needs Uh, to come on the show then i I would love him to um so get off the ship right now get in (laughs) a rowboat jump over get (laughs) your ass over here yeah if you're ever on a royal ship where he is performing entertaining just Take your time out to see him. He is so funny.
4: Three years ago, we were in the Dis- in Disneyland.
0: That's right for this for the sixtieth anniversary. 60th. God, it really has God, been three years. Been
5: three years.
0: And I'm heading. Pete and I will be there in twenty four hours. i <laughs> be heading out there again tomorrow, <laughs> and then I'm back out a week after.
5: Yeah,
0: we're doing a. We have an event of uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, so I'm flying, flying out tomorrow, flying home. Why
4: don't you Friday. just stay?
0: Because I've got other things to do, and this is this will be my fifth trip this year out Disneyland. Um, next one will be six, and I've got to get I got to get two more in by the end of the year, so I get uh, diamond medallion.
5: Wow, it's his evil plan.
0: It's my evil plan. <laughs> no, let me tell you something. I just love it out there. Just love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. If I didn't live here, I'd live there. Can I do a sneak peek? No. Yes.
2: (laughs) You can't say that and then not do it. You've been invited to Craig's house? (laughs) (laughs) Don't invite me. I'm not coming. My house (laughs) isn't
3: set up for entertaining.
4: I'm going to do a sneak peek. Go ahead. We will be releasing in the near future... Another one of those trips where we do San Francisco and backstage magic next year.
0: Oh. Ah. Uh,
5: yep.
4: Don't write to me. That'd Not be an yet.
5: awesome anniversary gift for someone who's been here for ten years.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we actually have we actually have some very cool stuff planned for next year. I thought you were going to go in another direction. No, we can't go in that direction. Yeah. Um, but no. we have a lot of really cool stuff planned for next year. Next year is going to be a really really fun year. And I won't say anything else because John just went white. Uh Um, I won't say anything else, but I'm really excited about next year.
4: And I will tell you, it's in the summer. We might
2: have an announcement next week. That's what I'm working on. Okay.
0: I'm working on
2: an announcement for
0: next week. Okay. Fingers crossed. All right. About
2: the thing you and I.
0: Okay. The what we talk. Okay. Oh God, really? Uh See, and I like he like I know what he's talking about. Obviously. But I have no details. I never know details. You want to know what's really funny? I don't. Um, I'll tell you after the show.
6: I'm assuming Um, we're getting a
0: Ben and Jerry's flavor named
4: after us. We're going home in the car. I'll find out.
0: Um, (laughs) But so, like, I don't want him to tell me the details. I don't want him to give me any, because I love finding out when he announces it on the show. Um, Because he is absolutely genius at setting things up and making surprises. And so...
4: I just need to revisit this. I, I really wasn't joking when, when don't write to me yet. None of this is set up. I'm just going to have to tell. I will just tell you that you have to wait till I, we release the information. We don't have any of the mechanisms in place to handle any of it. And you don't have dates and you don't have pricing yet. So just wait.
0: Okay. Anything else? All right. We, that'll do it for housekeeping. Let's start up with the news, All right. Johnny.
2: Here we go. Our first news story: Disney opens new studio lab to develop innovative storytelling and animation. Disney recently announced the opening of the Walt Disney Studios Studio Lab at the company's next step as the company's next step forward in animated storytelling. This brand new tech hub will focus on developing innovative tools <coughs> to enhance Disney animation. I apologize, excuse me. <laughs> Benjamin Havey, Vice President of technology, Innovative, of technology Innovation Group at the Walt Disney Studios, stated that, quote, Studio Lab is all about giving our story, storytellers new superpowers. Studio creatives and production entities will now have a space to get together and explore new storytelling methods and animation technology. The new 3,500-square-foot facil- facility located in the Old Animation Building, will allow the creative minds at Walt Disney Animation Studios, Pixar Animation Studios, Marvel Studios, Lucasfilm, and Disney Live Action to collaborate and experiment with new technology such as virtual reality, artificial intelligence, and mixed reality experiences. And then there's a whole bunch of details about uh, other companies that are getting involved in it, but this is really cool. I think this is really neat. Interesting point, we did a Backstage Magic last year, and we went to the one of the things we usually visit, mm-hmm. and I saw the sign for this, and I said, what's in there? <laughs> <laughs> and they said, we can't tell you what's in there. I saw the Studio Lab sign, so it was really, really cool to see it sort of come to fruition and what it is. So.
0: And when he John talks about Backstage Magic, and Kevin talks about back, Backstage Magic... Um, They're talking about the Adventures by Disney backstage magic trips that we do at least once a year. We're doing two of them this year. Um, And uh, these are Dreams exclusive trips, just our folks. And usually members of the team join along and host the trip. Uh, Rhino and I are hosting the one that's coming up in Mm -hmm. about 10 days. Um, And John and I have the December trip covered. That's right.
4: And who
2: knows? You might get a chance to see this.
0: Who knows? You never know. You
2: never know. That'd be very cool.
0: They always do special stuff for us. Mm-hmm. So,
2: I like to see the fact that it's at the Disney Studios, that it's in the old animation building. You know, it's kind of like it's this cool transition of Disney's vision of how animation should always move forward and the company should always move forward. So,
6: yeah, I like the aspect of it where you get that cross, that collaboration between the different sections, because that turns out working pretty well for Disney when they do it in other areas. Um, uh, for instance, Disney Research and Imagineering occasionally will put out separate stuff. When they work on one project, it ends up being pretty phenomenal. If you've got you know, all of these different forms of entertainment and different studios working together using the same technology, then all Disney content as a whole pushes forward instead of just Pixar coming out with something
0: new or right. Disney well, that was, Animation. That's what I was thinking as he was talking about the story. First of all, the first thing that really occurred to me was you know how cool to be collaborating on that stuff in that building, you know? That's the the original home, well, more or less, the original home of Disney Animation. Um, And just when you walk through that building, you kind of feel that that history and that vibe there. So that's a, a cool place for it. But yeah, bringing the creative minds of Pixar and Disney Animation and Marvel and Lucasfilm together in one place, only God knows what will come out of that.
6: Yeah. Uh, if you think about just the combination of, of Lucasfilm added collaborating with an, and what is that what that has
0: done for Disney over the years. Imagine Lucasfilm and Pixar. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my Lord. Um, you want to talk about Star Wars going in a whole other direction? Virtual um, reality. No,
4: no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it
2: and combine the virtual reality element
0: John, of it. Kevin, that's our thousandth show is all Star Wars all the time. <laughs> Good. Thousand things we love about Star Wars and okay. everyone has to have a list.
4: As long as we're going to talk about Star Wars, Cher says she's recorded an all, an album of all
0: ABBA songs. I know. I saw that this morning. Very excited. I have to go lay down. <laughs> I am more excited about that than I am the movie.
4: And then the Star Wars. Oh, this is more exciting.
2: It's a good thing you're not allowed to pick the news stories. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't. <Really>? Have you <laughs> know about Cher?
0: Well, that's important. <laughs> that is important. Is. Cher is important. Um, yeah. So that's that's actually pretty exciting. Yeah.
2: yeah I think it is. I think it's be really cool. And our second news story is actually sort of the antithesis of Disney's new, um, you know, cool technology that they're doing. Disney's Hollywood Studios experienced a power outage. (laughs) (laughs) Just when you have the biggest and the best of everything, oh, someone unplugged the studios. On July 12th, Disney's Hollywood Studios experienced a power outage that shut down many of the rides and attractions. Uh, The problem seemed to have started with the cooling system. The park remained open during the outage as Disney, park op, uh, as Disney Park Operations went to work on correcting the problem. During the early evening, rides started to come back online and by 8 p.m. reports stated that operations were back to normal. In a related story, on Friday, July 6th, multiple Walt Disney Company websites were not working for about four hours. According to the Orlando Sentinel, this was a widespread problem Affecting a variety of Disney related content Including the Walt Disney World website Disney Cruise Lines website ESPN and more The outage lasted between about 4pm to 8pm Eastern Standard Time A Disney spokeswoman addressed the incident Saying it was due to quote Routine maintenance on the network From 4 to 8pm She also made it clear that this was not An external hack
4: Is a Disney website networking newsworthy? This was a big
0: one cuz this was not just This was this was like uh, yeah. multiple sites. I mean this was a major this was a, a cloud yeah. outage. I mean and, I mean these two things are obviously not related per se, but this is also not the first time we've lost power in a theme park recently either, right? Well,
3: it also went out apparently from what we were told yesterday. Uh it went out yesterday again and it looks <laughs> so, like yeah. this is yeah. So we have a, a friend who works at the studios, not going to drop any names or anything, but he let us know about an incident yesterday where power outage happened
1: again. So it looks like this could become a recurring trend for this Hollywood Studios. I, I, when I worked at the park, this ha- there was one summer where it, it happened multiple times. So it seems like in the history of parks losing powers, Hollywood studio is the winner.
5: Didn't you say it had something to do with the cooling or something? They say
4: it's the cooling system. Waltspin well,
5: There was a really nasty storm over very Disney yesterday lately. too. Maybe they're just ta- it's taxing their system.
0: Well, I It's hot every July. Right.
5: Well, I know, but I mean it's just <laughs> You know,
0: it's not it's like, like un- <laughs> Maybe
5: they need to upgrade their, I, their air conditioner I don't just know. Want to be
0: Well, you know, be here, here's the <laughs> thing is Disney is, you know, Disney is responsible for all their own power generation. That's the whole You know, it's its own self-contained That's that whole Reedy Creek thing. The whole Reedy Creek Improvement District was about being able for them to provide all their own infrastructure, to to permit all their own building and infrastructure. So this is unusual. This is unusual. This keeps happening. I don't think it's indicative of anything bigger. I don't think it's indicative necessarily of, um, you know, cutbacks or, you know, I, I could be wrong about that. But I think this is just...
4: um, You think they're going to turn the lights off for four hours every day to save money?
0: (laughs) No, I'm saying that if there were cutbacks that were affecting maintenance and things weren't being maintained properly, I don't think it has anything to do with any of that. But it is, you know, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. And, And yeah, no one's surprised, you know, when the Disney website is down because it's the Disney website. It should... Down should be part of its name But uh, when it takes place Across the whole range of, of products
2: Even the apps Even my Disney experience was down I mean everything was down across the board um, the, One of the reasons why I want to include that Is because their their response was It was due to routine maintenance From 4 to 8pm
0: No, that's <laughs> not routine maintenance right. Routine maintenance happens at the in the middle right. of the night
2: right. So It this, doesn't the, happen in the middle of the night At least
4: they day. didn't use guest demand
0: Yeah Exactly.
2: So, interesting. All right. All right, and our third and final news story. I was going to be fit silly and do something silly in this one, but I'll just read it regular. Disney launches hashtag Princess.
0: No, I'm sorry. I'm going to stop you there because I'm going to sue them because that is what I have been saying to Rhino since he started Dream, dream big, big Princess. princess. Okay, yeah.
2: I was going to say this. they're launching a pound sign Dream Big Princess, <laughs> but then I figured no that. Probably, probably not going to go over. To empower young female filmmakers. Stop looking at me like that, Kevin. The Walt Disney Company announced that it would be launching hashtag Dream Big Princess, a new project that will give 21 talented young women from around the world an opportunity to create digital shorts focused on female role models and their inspiring
0: okay, stories. Okay, but it's important that emphasis be placed in the right place. Yes. So it's. Dream big princess, not dream big princess. Because <laughs> that's just a fat joke.
5: <laughs> that's just a fat joke. <laughs> oh my God. I was, I was putting it in the wrong place. I'm thinking, oh putting gosh.
0: the imp- Putting the impassus on the wrong Are syllable. I want big costumes for me or what? I
5: don't know what was
3: going on <laughs> there. I want the big Snow White costume. <laughs> as long as you didn't want the
4: Jasmine. A plus-size jasmine outfit.
5: And I can say that because I'm a big girl. You know, I'm not. I'm not making oh, fun wait.
0: of big wait. people. But you know, don't start doing Buffalo Bill, please, <laughs> please. That was a whole thing in Italy. They were doing impressions of Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs.
1: She was a big girl,
0: yes. <laughs>
4: he puts the lotions on his skin. <laughs> okay, so it's dream.
0: Big princess no, no. Green <laughs> big princess
4: This is a very serious topic. Call me big princess and there's going to be trouble.
6: <laughs> <laughs> you were, were going to call you big fat something. This is even worse,
2: oh, I think.
0: There's a rocket bar big princess. There's <laughs> a
2: rocket bar big princess. Each participant this was very good. You did very will this. be prepared with inspirational and successful female subjects, not Teresa, from a variety of professions like Academy Award winner Jennifer Lee. The CCO of the Walt Disney Animation Studios and director of Frozen and uh, continued on to say that the Dream Big Princess series is the perfect extension of that vision, providing a powerful platform for the next generation of aspiring filmmakers. Uh, These aspiring filmmakers will be able to interview their subject and tell their incredible stories They're their own personal This is very important news I'm saying And you guys are giggling
5: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry dreams should all be in caps so I, the there.
4: because <laughs> if not, I'm going the other way. Are the big princesses at the Disney Studios too? <laughs>
2: no, their their dreams are big. The princesses aren't
5: big. Well, they can be. <laughs> they, yeah, don't exclude us. That's right. Oh
0: Thank my
2: god. You. I don't think I want to read the rest of this. Disney will donate a minimum of $500,000 and a maximum of $1 million. The donations will take place between October 10th and November 20th. So good on Disney.
0: You know what? Absolutely. And in all seriousness, I, I think the, the, the uh, idea behind this is great and overdue. Um, but does, and this is just a cynic in me, does anybody else believe this was generated from any? sincere place or is this just a response to current political climate and well, mm. the 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 current political climate with the uh, accusations that have been lobbed at various people under the Disney umbrella as part of the me too
1: movement I, I I do find the hashtag to be condescending I don't I know that that's the thing in the park you say hey princess how are you but I I have a, a um, Uh, my brother's girlfriend's daughter she when they came down for their first trip um i remember being in a store and my nephew wanted this like crown and the sword and this cape and then clara wanted the um the crown and the sword and the cape too and her mother and i don't i'm not saying she did this intentionally but she was like no that's for boys girls are princesses and i was like there's a pink Sword right there and a pink crown if you're worried about a color association. I just don't like people that get shoved into gender roles um, because so it I, should
5: be Dream Big Girl.
1: I, I don't think it should be Dream Big Girl. I don't know how you how about just Dream Big? I just oh, there you go, yeah. yeah. yeah, just Dream better.
0: Big and aim that at, at you know, and I'm fine, absolutely fine with it being targeted to young girls. I think that you know, we need to be be focused on that uh right now i mean in spite of everything that's gone on in the women's movement for the last 40 years um there's still not there's still not parity in a lot of areas and that's obvious so i'm i i am fully supportive of that what i cast a a a critical eye towards is when i think it's being done because it's politically expedient to do it right now But they have done
5: it without that
0: they they that's a good point they they have um, now the thing is
6: this isn't the first time that Disney has used the phrase Dream Big Princess uh, that had come out before this is the first time This it's a hashtag and this uh, this directorial movement thing but they have used the phrase Dream Big Princess for like a year and a half now I think was the first time they'd used it and they've also been gradually ramping up Focusing on females in the parks, on girls in the parks, and young girls in the parks, and everything like that. Now, the thing is, when it comes to when it comes to the princess thing, right? It's Disney and princess. The term Disney princess is international. That is their branding, Disney princess. So, what they're trying to do is take something that previously is negative, you know, something that does have gender stereotype connotations, and rebrand it for a newer generation, where princesses. They're going to keep the princess brand. The Disney princess brand isn't going away. But they're trying to change the connotation to be a princess. Yeah, it can be somebody like Snow White. That's it fine. can also be somebody like Merida from Brave who who or, you know wields about... They're trying to change that. But
1: there's just a bunch of girls in dresses right here is my issue. Where's Shuri like well, from they, Black Panther or something well, like that? You know? Yeah,
6: but that's the thing. You know, Layout, they say now, is a Disney princess, right? That is one picture. That's bad marketing. Yeah. But the sentiment behind it is still relatively good. And the thing is, they they had started this ball rolling before we, we had the current political climate and misogyny... In every single level of office, on the front page every day, it had always been there, obviously. But and before the Hollywood stuff, before the Weinstein stuff, before everybody came out, Disney had already started this. So I think, I think saying they're profiting off these sentiments is unfair. It's not even.
0: I'm sorry, go ahead. It's not even about. Well, first of all, I didn't say they were profiting off of it. I'm saying that I, you know, the the timing of it and the, the 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 crux of it right now feels like it's more politically expedient than it is disingenuous um but you know but Teresa actually raises a really good point would we even be having this discussion at all Mm -hmm. would anything be happening at all had it not been for the awareness again misogyny did not develop in the last 18 months um it's just there's a, a a harsh light being cast on it now um, an honest light being cast on it now, and it's being called out. So I think your question is well, your point is well taken. That There's also the would we be thing talking that about it at all, if not for yeah. that.
4: Disney has been criticized for years, long before this was in the news every day, that all of the princesses were thin. Don't you remember years ago, a couple of years ago, they had that designer who redesigned the princesses and they, she made them all look like a pe- uh, spoon with a head. They all were stick figures. And there was this whole thing about, you know, body consciousness. And Disney's reaction to that was they put out Lilo. And Lilo is actually shaped like a little girl.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: And I can't remember Lilo's sister's name.
6: Stitch? No. no. <laughs> but sh- I
4: apologize. I- it's just, I've drawn a blank. But she's shaped like an actual female, too, without the wasp waist and the broader shoulders. And these little girls here, there's a couple of things wrong with this picture. First of all, they're all very, very slender, and they're all white.
1: It's Nani. Nani, thank yeah. you. I couldn't think of it. Tia was the So
4: it's there's a whole lot wrong with this as far as if you're looking to be inclusive, there's nobody there that looks, I mean, they all look very similar and they're all Caucasian. And so I there's, think, I there's.
2: I think Disney's altruism, the company as a whole,
0: unquestioned, unquestionable, unquestionable.
2: They always try to do the right thing. They're always giving money away. It's always, but you know, obviously, this came about because of a certain climate at the at this time.
0: Well, Charles However, is saying that it's it, this was actually started this before I, the we, climate we have, set in. We yeah. have other examples too. For instance,
6: um, and Rhino, you might know when this came out as well. But there's Star Wars Forces of Destiny recently came out, which is a series of shorts based on females in the Star Wars universe that I'm pretty sure was developed well before had to be before yeah. this current political climate. They've been taking. steps. Steps gradually. It's just now there's a spotlight on the steps.
0: A wrinkle in time also had. And look, and I look. You know what? I I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: You know, we're talking about something that we're we're thinking is linear. It's not linear. Mm -hmm. What happens is more female characters show up because there's more direct female directors and more writers. Mm -hmm. And then what happens is people. Speaking of people who did not feel empowered at some point as more people feel empowered the more ability they have to speak up so it becomes sort of this interwoven thing that happens And so this isn't just disney saying okay we're going to do it because of it i think it came about because of the current political climate, but it's not just no, well, the only thing. That and Disney
1: I think, does. And, and like touching on your point, is that um, there was also been there's been some very successful female f- filmmakers in the last couple of years, um, with Greta Gerwig and Patty Jenkins in this last year. Like Greta Gerwig getting nominated for all the awards for Lady Bird, and then Patty Jenkins with Wonder Woman, and then I cannot remember the name of uh, uh, which it ex-wife of. Who the made one who the, directed Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, what's her name?
0: Uh, Kennedy. No. no um, she um, was married
4: uh, to James Cameron. Yeah. James
0: Cameron, yeah. Uh, oh, Lord. She's Okay, Kevin,
1: you're yelling at the microphone. <laughs> I'm sorry. Candace. It was Candace Cameron is the name you're looking for. No, she she's not a nice <laughs> lady. Um she's a but, but I just think I am I'm, I'm saying with what John's saying is that it seems to be like, okay, they got a little bit of room and then they were like, look how great they can be. Let's I think it's it's that women haven't been given the opportunity, like you're well, saying, the,
0: to have you No, know, and you know. I think I, I think some of the point of this is that there was ever a thought that because they were women they couldn't be is the problem. Right, yeah, that's ridiculous. Um and you know,
5: well, we're paid less in the industry. You're not. Well, I'm not, um, but, no, I'm, but I'm good. But I'm just saying, in general, you know, actresses are paid less than actors. At least,
0: yeah, yeah, no. And, a, and it's, a, it's not right. Absolutely. absolutely. I used
4: to teach kindergarten 120 years ago, and one of the things that we learned in classes was the way we talked to little girls, that when a little girl walked into a room, you would say to her, gosh, you look pretty. Look at how good your hair looks. And a wow. little boy walked in. and not, you know, but that was the way most people spoke yeah. to little girls and little boys would walk into the room and you would tell them how tough they were, how smart they were. And I stuff just like wanted that. to be called pretty. Um,
0: so, Gosh, big pretty. princess.
4: Well, you I know, you can still. Hold on. We'll
0: look Kevin finished.
4: That's just it. This is not new. This is not a new phenomenon. But hopefully,
2: like every other thing that's a problem in our society, we are changing. Right. We see a change in people's reaction to gay culture. So now these are things that are just going to be continuing to improve and hopefully improve.
5: Kevin,
0: Catherine <laughs> Bigelow. Catherine Bigelow. Okay. <laughs> That's you, think Ryan, be- you yelled into your microphone. You yelled, well, I didn't. I'm listening.
5: Um, do you think there should be a, a hefty princess?
4: Absolutely. I think. But there- don't you
5: think that would make all the girls that are hefty and there's a few out there, you think that's going to just steer her? That's the only one she can be? She can't be the other person. I don't think they should
2: create one just to fill that gap because I think that's patronizing. Right. I think what should happen is
4: there should be like we said about Lilo. There should be a natural... I think they should have more natural-looking body types. Mm -hmm. I think it's... Well, the the, the criticism has been about Barbie. I mean, look at the criticism of Barbie. She has a very unrealistic body shape that it's kind of not even possible. So I think having a little bit more of that. I don't like. I don't think there's You should create a gay character. I think. Don't think you should be able to or uh, a hefty princess, as you put it, or whatever word you use. I just think a more natural body shape.
1: Mm. I just. I think from a storyteller's perspective that if you're just going to pick all, it, you know, vanilla ice cream, begets vanilla ice cream. So why would you not pick some stuff with more diversity? So it, I. I. I find it as somebody who went to school for film. I don't want people that are just like me. I don't need people like that in my life. I want very different, diverse people because I, that's the whole point of the story is to hear the other backgrounds, to hear what people went through, to hear their story, to hear that stuff. And I think it's very small minded. It's been very small minded for a very long
0: when time. When it's authentic, yeah. when it is authentic, when it is done as a politically correct checklist, mm-hmm. um, as with any creative venture, when you're doing it by committee, when you're doing it because, you know, there's not a genuine creative drive or a genuine creative vision, it's just being done. Oh, we have to fill this segment of the market, so we have to, you know, we have to do, you know, go down that checklist of political correctness. Um, that's when the wheels come off the wagon. Um, I'm willing to accept that my initial skepticism on this was wrong, that Disney has been doing it from before. So, okay. Maybe the skeptic in me got shut down, and I'm cool with that. Um, But I'm glad we, uh, I'm glad we got such a discussion out of it. Yeah, and one thing I would like to mention is,
6: with all the inclusiveness that they're trying to do, there has yet to be a straight white male Disney princess.
0: (laughs) So you can be the first. That's the one big
6: princess. It's the one thing we don't have yet, and just. Dream big. <laughs> All
2: right, that'll do it for the news, because I'm going to take a nap.
6: <laughs>
2: Exhausted.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, before we move on to Rapid Fire, I want to talk about an article that keeps catching my eye this week by our one of our disc contributors, Kate Joseph. Um, worst wastes of money at Walt Disney World. Um, and she gives her opinion on things that she feels are a complete waste of money, and I thought I'd throw these out and see what you guys if you guys agree with her or not. The first one she lists is the Park Hopper add-on What to your oh. ticket. At a 20% increase in cost per ticket this addition makes park admission even more wildly expensive, especially if you're buying for the whole family. Um, so Rhino, apparently you strongly disagree.
1: Okay, I, I, I'll preface this by saying I think it depends on what park you're tackling for that day. So if you're going to say to me, this is my Magic Kingdom day, I would be like, you don't need to go anywhere except for Magic Kingdom. That that park is more than a one-day park to me. It's like a day and a half easy. Um, if you're going to Hollywood Studios, though, you're going to be pretty upset you didn't get that hopper pass when you're done with everything by noon.
0: Okay, for where now. I will disagree. Where I will disagree is um i would uh, I would assume this article more appealing to people who are looking multiple tickets to save money mm-hmm. on their vacation. Um, in that instance, from that standpoint, that you want to have that experience at Hollywood Studios, but you, you know, again, you're buying you, you know, a lot of people are buying these tickets for a family of four, and that we know that after hotels, tickets are the most expensive thing. Uh, You buy sometimes, it's the other way around. Um, But, you know, do you need to park up? Um, Is it really a requirement? Can you save some money on your tickets? And let's say that, you know, when you said that day at Hollywood Studios, I'm like, well, that would be a good day to do some of the things out. You know, you do half day at Hollywood Studios and that's the day you use to do some things outside the park. You go to Disney Springs, you hang out at the resort and use the pool. Um, you do some of the things that we, you know, we talk about that are off-site. So from a from a money-saving standpoint, because you know there is a big difference in price yeah. between the one one park tickets and the park hopper tickets. I
4: think we're also always accused of looking at this at, a, at a, from a local perspective, mm-hmm. and when you live here, you kind of need the park hopper because you know you very rarely spend an entire day, but. I think there are people who come here, you know, we talk about the people who come once a year or once, twice, every two years or three years. Spending a whole day in a park isn't that unusual. They could fill a whole day. I think once you become more adept at Disney and more familiar with Disney and you've decided what you like and what you don't like, I think a park hopper becomes more valuable. But if you're new at this, you probably don't need it. Looking at it strictly from, you know,
2: you have to look at it personally from your planning. What's your plan look like? What do you want to accomplish? What do you want to get done? I personally think that if you just want to save money, you can do away with a lot of stuff. You don't even have to get a multi-day ticket. You know, go to one park one day and then spend the rest of the time at Downtown Disney.
0: Well, the multi right. the multi-day but, ticket also saves money. I mean, as opposed to getting a one-day park ticket. I'm
2: saying you could do anything to save money. You could not go to Disney to save money. <laughs> no, but my point is, with the I think the park hopper is worth it when you look at your touring plan. And most people are want to eat in different places at Disney. And the food becomes a big part of their stay. So if you want to go to the Magic Kingdom in the morning, but you want to have dinner at Epcot, yeah. and then see the fireworks, you have to have a park hopper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, So that's cheaper than having using up two tickets.
0: <laughs> well, again, and like I said, I think reading this, my head goes to saving money. Um, it's one of the only times that happens. Um, And from that perspective, I look at it and I say, yeah, well, you know, then, you know, if you really want to have Epcot, that dinner in Epcot in the fireworks, then do that on your Epcot day. Um, You have to, you have to make choices. Yeah.
2: And if your choices are that it's all about money, then yeah, you don't have to have a park hopper. I think that in the long run over a longer stay at Disney, I think a Park Hopper
0: benefit. But does it it rise to the level? Go ahead, Craig.
3: I I was just going to say, we have on an upcoming Dream Show, we have like a 20-minute discussion on this. So I'm going to keep my thoughts here really brief. Uh, But exactly what John mentioned, for dining, that was when my family would come down all as a group. It's just not possible to always get the reservations you want on the day. T-
4: <laughs> what, what the hell is, is
3: that? that?
2: Apparently Tigger's come in to give us his opinion. On- Did that pick up on little? Did the mics pick up? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Is that you? <laughs> 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 the sound of a cartoon getting excited. It's
3: very helpful. because that way you don't have to worry about whether or not you can't get your reservation on the day you need it. You can be flexible around your dining, and that was important to us, so that's why it was worth any extra money.
0: All right, let's move on to our second point, bottled water. Uh, fun fact, most plastic bottles end up in landfills and emit chemicals that destroy the environment. But that's an issue for another time. Not a fun fact, spending 250 it was <laughs> in quote quali- it was in quotes, was in in the quotes. The Uh spending 250 on a bottle of water may seem like a small charge, but it's one you can easily avoid. Take advantage of the drinking fountains located throughout the park by bringing a reusable bottle of your own or just get a cup of water for free from quick service locations. Here's the problem with that. Here's my problem with that. Refilling a reusable bottle uh used to be that there was a time when any any water fountain you went to at walt disney world was ice cold that time has passed most of these water fountains you basically might as well be drinking out of a pond because it is nasty it is just nasty it's and pirates
4: of the caribbean water
0: it's yeah um Disney has, and i I believe in. I believe that the focus was taken off of making sure that water fountain water was cold in order to promote buying more you bottles wow. of water.
3: It is a rip off. Any quick service that has a fountain set up will give you a cup of water and if a you cup want of ice. Anything, and yeah. on top of that, they will have pre made ones for you that are the smaller cups so you can either either ask for multiples or you can just say no i need a big cup of ice Mm. water and they will gladly pour it for you and hand it over at no additional no additional cost to you it's
1: free you can even just let you dump that in your permanent plastic bottle that's what we do I, i i bring one like i have a collapsible one that i put in my backpack and i just I especially this time of year when it's so humid and so hot outside, you're gonna be like done with that first bottle of water and want another one. So that's another that's seven dollars. Or if you're years. not
2: done with that bottle of water, then you're carrying around and it gets yeah. warm.
1: Yeah. And sometimes it, it will have that
3: flavor of like lemonade or Powerade, if depending on what else the water was on tap with. But you know, at four dollars a bottle versus my water tastes a little bit like lemonade i'm gonna take the free water that's free flavor buddy
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right so she also lists mini golf and arcades um that the price of them is a lot more expensive at disney world and these are things you can do at home um you agree with that rhino
1: I don't know what's the does anyone can anyone someone pull up the price of what it would be at Fantasia Gardens or $14 something?
0: for adults 12 for kids versus I... nine uh, nine and dollars and seven dollars where where she goes locally
1: um, see I when I it's hard because when I was a cast member you could sometimes go for free or it would be like five bucks and so I was like this is great you know and for people that come here frequently it is something a little bit different to do maybe you only want to do like a small activity and the golf courses are cool. But yeah I, I think there are bigger golf courses around I don't but I don't know anybody that's kind of like planning out of their way to go to one of those. I,
3: I don't think that uh, Winter Summerland or the Easy Fantasia course yeah, might the be one. worth the, the money but uh, the difficult course at Fantasia Gardens is one of the best mini golf courses I've played anywhere and I, I haven't found. It's basically
0: a real experience. golf course yeah. miniaturized yeah um, and oh, it says I like hard
3: yeah and well i i love it i love that challenge so paying that little extra premium i mean granted we get a we get a discount with annual pass but it's it's a lot of fun um but ultimately it comes down to what you enjoy spending money on for entertainment i don't i play enough video games at home i don't need to go to vacation to play arcade games now but when i was a kid it's what I wanted to do. So no, I, nobody's going to
0: accuse me of not having enough video games um, <laughs> in my house. Uh, but the experience of doing it in arcade is very different, yeah. and yeah. it's a lot of fun. And I look, I always look for those opportunities.
4: I also don't think the difference between fourteen dollars and nine dollars is that a big difference. Right. Yeah.
0: So what would you say? What uh, What What do you guys think on your own? Well, I'm not going to go through the rest of the article because people can go read it. But I wanted to just get the discussion started. Um, what do you guys think is a colossal waste of
1: money? Balloons. They are e- expensive, Good and point. you can't bring them into any attractions. you got to have somewhere to leave them, and when you leave them, somebody's going to take them. And
2: you so. almost you can't bring them home.
1: No, they deflate, know? yeah. So, so what do
4: you The They're also home. really bad for the environment.
3: Yeah. yeah. Good yeah.
1: answer,
2: Rhino. Good,
3: wow. Uh, well,
1: we, he gives to, us one all the time. People used ball. to yell at me at Light Mars, Action. We are like, you can't have a balloon in here. Why? Well, I could tell you everything or you could just listen to me. It would be easier. But they never listened. It was terrible.
0: Yeah, it. What about you, Craig? What do you think is a colossal waste of money at Walt Disney World?
1: <laughs> um, hmm.
3: I, I'm not sure, honestly. Because at the end of the day, you everyone attaches value to their own things. So what I... Right. What I when but for I, you, we
0: asking for you, what's a waste of money? There's... Everything. I mean, isn't it?
3: There are some merchandise gifts items for your where, wife. No, it's like there's some times where I see a merch item where I'm like, oh my gosh, who in their right mind would buy that hideous thing that is not worth the money? And then I see like two seconds later someone go and pick it up. And it's stuff like that. In terms of dining experiences and uh, little additional upcharges that you'll find, it's, I don't think there's anything that's really a waste of money, as long as it makes you happy. And I I don't have a lot of experience with the stuff that doesn't make me happy because I don't go out of my way to experience those. So, I'm sorry. I
0: and most of the time, answer. it's my money you're spending, so you really don't you really don't care if it's a waste. Um, <laughs> I have one I just thought of. Go ahead.
2: I'm gonna get hate mail because of this. Ooh, do it. Mickey bars.
6: I was gonna say that too. Yeah, oh. I'm really gonna get Why? hate mail. Yeah, really. <laughs>
2: Because, first of all, I don't think they're that good when it comes to uh, ice cream. And second, the price of a Mickey bar versus I can go home and buy the six-pack of Magnum bars for the same amount of money... Is well not the same amount of money, but close to the same amount of money. I think that's a ripoff. I think any but people need it cream, for the
1: photo.
5: But are they Mickey shaped at home? No.
2: They are. But you know what? After I biked a hole in the middle,
0: <laughs> I those little ago. So it's angry eating. It's
2: angry eating. <laughs> no, I just think that anytime you buy anything like that, unless you're on the dining plan and you've got snack options, um, the ice creams and the things at the stands, popcorn. I think stuff like that's ridiculously overpriced.
6: I've noticed a big waste of money that uh, people uh, spend in the parks, is they buy tickets for children, and like you don't have to do that. You can just leave kids at home and enjoy Disney yourself, right? <laughs>
0: now the hate mail is going to come. Now to me. it's going to come. Yeah, well, because you say it with a straight face, so it's
3: like I might be serious.
4: That's why they have lockers say. at the front of the park. Yeah, yes.
3: Everyone just reminded me. Uh, we recently put out. Uh, a vlog about the cheeseburger spring rolls
1: in which I did did state that it was a waste waste of money money. those were a waste of money I feel like that's your number one catchphrase when you and I go to the parks together and I say something like I'm the person who grabs that merchandise that you're like that's a waste of money son Oh, I judge pretty much everything. So. <laughs> he the thing does. Is this,
4: right? Craig can never go shopping. With me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: really.
2: Anything to do with being on vacation is "quote unquote" a waste of money, right? Yeah. You're not buying something because it's going to have value or anything. It's about your enjoyment of it. So it's really you're you're putting your money into your enjoyment, which is kind of like wasting your money. But as Craig said, it's all relative. I can't see buying a Mickey bar, but I'm sure people. in at home are saying no the Mickey bar is the best thing ever it's the reason why I go to
4: Disney I think parking is a waste of money
1: <laughs> I think preferred parking is a waste of money sometimes I think that's actually I, what I mean yeah uh because there are sometimes when you're like in a worse lot than you would have been if you just gone in the regular one yeah
0: and sometimes you really just don't need it I mean I yeah. think the only place preferred parking makes sense is Epcot because then you're actually close to the front Uh, And and Hollywood Studios to some degree, I think,
1: because that puts you not the new not the the way they like redirected the parking lot. Now it's it's like who knows. I have one. Go ahead.
5: As a parent um, who recently was cleaning out closets and coming across all of the things that we bought on vacation or at Disney World or Universal for that matter, that my child just had to have, and. If you
1: say the ears, I'm gonna be upset. No,
5: no, I'm talking stuffed animals in my world. You, you, you want to make them happy when they're on you're on your own vacation, but you don't need to go overboard because that it just goes home and gets. Them. She's
0: she's looking at me and judging me. <laughs> well, yeah, but <laughs> because I bought those children a lot of those things. <laughs> uh, okay, most of the
5: things we so, pulled so. out of the bottom of Stella's closet. Uncle Pete gave me this. Remember this, Uncle Pete? There was one specific trip where. It, she had so many stuffed animals, we had to ship them home because we couldn't take them on the plane. We had such well, a good- it well, was because good. Because she was
0: too young to go on a lot of the rides, yeah. and I wanted those guys to go on, so I would take Stella. I'm like, let's go shopping with Uncle Pete because that's yeah. a fun thing to but do.
5: That's but not- you don't need three ETs in every song. But you don't think that's a
2: waste of money because that's an enjoyment you got out of right. it. Right. I is. think the biggest waste of money is buying a giant rat that sits in the corner of your studio <laughs>
0: and looks at people while you're trying to record. To me. He's a big waste switch of money. to Switch to that so people can see what he's talking. Oh, they you can't. You can't see him in this oh, one. You can only see him on the Universal shot.
4: show. <laughs> one of the things that I watched um, Look <laughs> at this thing.
1: Here comes I,
0: I love, love that thing. I do too. That's my best friend here. Hold my hand. It's Rocket, it's Rocket Raccoon. Now all you need his okay. Bullwinkle. Alright, I want everybody to know,
6: right after that was purchased I, Pete was on vacation and I came over to watch Abby and I was walking through this house, like at like seven or eight at night, and it was it was, was complete, it was completely dark. And I just passed this on my way to the restroom and saw Rocket well, staring at me. In his eyes, <laughs> it was yeah. the but most geez. terrifying thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's
0: pretty terrifying. <laughs>
5: <laughs> that reminds me of the time we were over here and. Stella had a. Oh uh, oh my god! Stella had an American Girl doll, and she had it standing up. And every time Pete would go into the kitchen and come back, she'd move it forward a little bit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's funny. One of the
4: things I did, we, um, my aunt did with her kids when they were coming here and they were young, was she would give them twenty dollars. You talk about buying them something, Mm -hmm. and she would tell them, "That's it. That's all you get. That's all you get." You can do what you want with it. If you want to spend it all the first day, and it was fun to watch them reason with themselves. And what we would tell them was, just because you didn't buy it today doesn't mean you can't come back and buy it again. It's still there. But if you want to think about it, what if you find something else? And I thought that was a really a great lesson. That's a good yeah. way to learn. We always did that, stuff. and then they go
5: over and look at Uncle Pete, and that'd be the end of it.
2: it. I have a question for everybody. <laughs> so this, a lot of stuff we mentioned is frivolous stuff, right? Mm-hmm. snacks and things what about sort of the uh, things you have to have like lodging is paying for a, a, a monorail hotel worth it is being a concierge worth it is that worth it or is it just okay to stay in
0: the well office again office? I've always said this if if you're asking the question of um, is cut con- you know am I going to get enough uh, stuff in the concierge lounge to justify the extra amount then no you're not um so it's all about the experience. It's all about the additional service. It's all about that. Um, again, that comes down to your, per, you know, no. Do you need that? No, no. You can absolutely sustain just fine at the All Stars. Because um,
2: there's some people who have might a, say
0: you have a clean, you have a clean place to sleep. Yeah. You have, you know, uh, a resort that has a lot of, you know, different uh, activities and. You know, in the case of All Star Movies, a halfway decent food court and nice arcade and a great pool. Else. And, you know, so from a standpoint of need, if you want to go to Disney World, you need, obviously need to sleep somewhere. No, all the rest is ultimately frivolous. Um, but that also matters to some people. I, you know, some people like people love the Wilderness Lodge. I was explaining, explaining this to a, a friend the other day who's not really familiar with Disney, that you know, people are really attached to certain resorts and that's their resort and that's where they're going to stay. It's like, really? I'm like, absolutely. That if you're a poly fan, you're a poly fan. If you're a Wilderness Lodge fan, if you're a Port Orleans Riverside fan. You're coming home. You could you're take that same home. thing and
4: extrapolate it to a lot of different stuff. Oh, like absolutely. a car. Mm-hmm. You could go out and buy the, the most basic car or you could go out and buy the most expensive car. They're going to do the same thing. Yep. Yeah. They're going to get you from point A to point B.
0: All right, as much as I have enjoyed this discussion, we have to wrap it up and we have to move on to Rapid Fire because we are running late and we have another show to record. All right. Um,
2: Uh, You're starting with me, I
0: assume? I'm starting with you, John. Okay.
2: My Rapid Fire is Walt Disney World Annual Passholders to receive exclusive Toy Story Land access in September. Gold, Platinum, Platinum Plus, and Premier Walt Disney World Annual Passholders can get into Toy Story Land at different times. It's by invitation, so check your email. The dates are Tuesday through Saturday from September 4th to September 29th, 2018, between 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. or 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Invitation only. Again, check your email if you're a pass holder. It'll be coming to you free of charge. Get into Toy Story Land. So, nice
4: little perk.
0: Awesome. If you're willing to get up early. Thank you, John. Kevin?
4: Adventures by Disney is running a promotion now through November. If you book another adventure within 45 days of your return you can receive up to 250 dollars off now for instance things like the short escape weekends that they're offering those are 150 dollars off and it's based on availability and the current pricing it's only for new reservations so it's not going to do you any good to cancel a reservation because the penalties would probably be more than what you would save but if you rebook We've only been telling them this for 12 years, and they finally caught on. (laughs) Um, Also, I want to mention, too, this is combinable with the discount you get by booking
0: through Dreams
2: Unlimited Travel. You took
0: the words right out of my mouth. Right. There's a a gift card that you get if you book your Adventures by Disney trip through Dreams Unlimited, and in full disclosure... It's oh, been a while since oh, you've done this. It has been a while. Just in full disclosure, John and I are owners in Dreams Unlimited, but apparently I don't know about this. So correct You get me. the
4: money right off the top. Okay. The money comes right off the top of your trip with your Dreams booking discount. It's all based on the price of your trip. And I do have to say that includes if you add additional nights... The booking discount can go up. But the most amazing thing is if you book airfare through Adventures by Disney, that increases the price of your trip. So your booking discount goes up. I'm often asked how people can get a discount on airfare. This is like the only surefire way I can tell you. Cool. Awesome. Find that with rebooking, and it's great. you got to travel and rebook within 45 days between now and November. you got to rebook in 45 days. You have to rebook within 45 days. So
0: when I go on my adventure in September... Within forty-five days of coming back from that, I can book a new one and get this absolutely, deal. absolutely awesome. As so long as you really do really excited be- about that trip, by the way.
4: As long um, as you do it before November, I think it's November sixteenth.
0: Yeah. But- well, yeah, well, that would definitely be forty-five days, you know, within the forty-five day window. So, all right, thank you, Kevin, Teresa.
5: All righty, say goodbye to Duffy on a stick. Beginning this week, there is a brand new activity coming to KidCot Fun Shops stops around World Showcase at Epcot. Younger guests visiting the 11 fun stops will now receive a traveler's card and stickers at each country. New sponsor Ziploc is also providing exclusive KidCot Ziploc bags. Are you laughing at that? Got to have some place to put your traveler's cards. Meant to look like a little suitcase, guests can use the bags to collect the new traveler's cards. I think that's cool.
1: What? Right. No, I'm. I I'm was imagining. I was imagining just the clear block bags that they're just giving kids. Bring your own. Here you my go. <laughs> no, I think this is awesome.
5: This fits better. I would have never cared for Duffy on a stick.
0: I've never cared for Duffy on anything. <laughs> so.
5: But this is cool. You're traveling around to the countries and you get little cards and stickers. So awesome. it makes sense.
0: Thank you, Teresa.
5: Charles.
6: Okay. So Disney's Animal Kingdom is adding a new Rivers of Light dessert party to their evening offerings. An array of Disney Animal Kingdom-themed house-made desserts, snacks, and specialty alcoholic and non-alcoholic beverages will be served before guests enjoy a VIP view of Rivers of Light. Check-in for the party will begin 60 minutes prior to the main show at the Rivers of Light Asia Viewing Area Terrace, located across from Expedition Everest. When the show is just about to begin, guests will head to the VIP seating area. Prices is $79 for adults and $47 for children, including tax. And in payment in full is required at time of booking. The new dining experience is set to take place on select nights beginning on Monday, August 6th, 2018. You know what makes this better? Reservations are available immediately. We
2: make this better. What? Not having to see rivers of white.
6: Oh.
5: <laughs> the picture's cute with all the little different things. That's as long what? as we're talking Those about food, I
4: just read online that the Monte Cristo sandwich in Toy Story Land is gone already. Mm-hmm. It was an underperformer, so it's been removed from the menu. The,
0: was I, I did I understand correctly that was not a deep fried sandwich? It was not. that's why Monte it's an underperformer. Yeah. Bring the proper damn Monte Cristo in. And so if sell you're well.
4: going to Toy Story Land for the Monte Cristo. Not there. We're managing your it. expectations.
1: All right. I missed it. Thank you, Charles. Uh, Rhino. Um, okay, so mine is also about animal kingdom, and there's some new uh, dining options coming, and uh, there's actually a whole bunch, but I'm gonna just talk about some of the highlights here. Um, there's gonna be a new family style dining experience at Pizza Fari. This is a uh, Pete's favorite pizza place on property. Um, the guests can choose the classic quick service still, or you can enjoy a relaxed dinner with the new option. So after you check in, um, you place your drink orders, you'll get seated down, and um, family style plates of food will be. Be delivered to the table, including two different. You salads. You get seated down. You get <laughs> seated down, sat down, I guess. Um, um, including um, three different, uh, sorry, two different salads, three different entrees, pasta, chicken, and pizza, plus a dessert. Um, and that's going to be a five p.m. to eight p.m. daily, uh, and it's only twenty dollars uh, for guests over ten, and eleven ninety nine for kids three to nine. So a little less expensive than I thought, but um, there's also. Um, some more uh, stuff that's come for like the quick server stuff. It, looks, it just looks like there's a bunch of new snacks all over um, Animal Kingdom. Uh, there's, uh, Satellite Canteen has added um, some new options there. Build your own bowl entree. And I do think this is one of the best quick service places on property. But um, it's the rice and beans and hearty salad. I had this yesterday. He was. He did not love it. But, um, but you can tell us what you think. But if you want to check out all those food options, just read the article on uh, www.info.com. Was he
2: being serious about Pizza
5: Safari's as your favorite?
1: No. no pizza oh, Rizzo is his pizza. favorite. Is that
5: a pizza? It's a bread bowl with meatballs on it. <laughs> oh, okay. good.
1: Because I thought, I don't think right. That is a pizza. I think
0: they're doing it right It's that's a pizza. No, that's it's, a pizza.
4: That's a pizza?
0: Yeah, that's a Honest to God, pizza. it has been so long since I have had pizza, I... Yeah,
4: yeah that does it, it doesn't look like that. Okay. <laughs> you really you might not remember.
6: Well, the article says returning round pizzas, so, like, did they used to have those and then they got rid of them and I, then common me? sense failed?
1: Nobody really goes here. Let's not
0: get yeah. ourselves. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Rhino.
3: Craig. Yes, uh, oh. iridescent merchandise is a new trend at Walt Disney World. Move so. over, millennial pink. And There you go. <laughs> I over. guess I don't have to say pink. anymore. Move over, millennials. Said like the woman you are. Hashtag
4: uh, move over, millennial pink. pink is dead
3: to I me. not rose gold. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what iridescent means. Judging by pictures of stuff, <laughs> it's like uh, it's, it's, nice bright blue. It's Look at Rhino's nails. It's like... It's shiny, you know. Shine bright, princess. Well, it seems to be with those colors, like the blues, the purples, the pinks, and I know they made cupcakes out of it, plus all the merch and crap. I, it has something to do with unicorns too. When will people too? just I'm start okay. being original and not go with every single trend that pops up, Craig? That's
1: what makes them trends,
5: <laughs> right? They're not a trend if one person does it. Nothing. Everyone happens.
1: needs to be original. You're still
2: recovering it as an iridescent means.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really
0: taking it back (laughs) by that welcome to my world
5: i like that color
0: just doesn't pop up in my vocab daily all right all right thank you for that craig thanks everybody we uh that's going to do it for uh this episode of our show we hope you enjoyed it we will see you again next tuesday with the 1000th episode of the diz unplugged until then have a great week and remember stay out of the damn lakes